you ever wished you could just grab coffee with a top leader in your direct sales company and pick her brain about all the things? Well, you're in luck. My name is Tiffany Spees. Welcome to Directly Different, the podcast where I have conversations with top direct sales leaders and ask them to share what they're doing differently to help them achieve success in their businesses. Direct sales doesn't have to feel spammy or gross. You can absolutely find success in your business by doing things a different way. I want you to feel empowered and inspired to be, well, different. Welcome to the show. Hello and welcome to another episode of Directly Different. Have you ever thought to yourself, goodness, they have a direct sales company out there for absolutely everything. I know that I've thought that when I've heard of new companies popping up, I'm like, man, what will they think of next? Today, I'm so excited to share my conversation with Sophia Meyer from Damsel in Defense. Their mission is to equip, empower, and educate women in protecting themselves and their families, and they do so by providing personal protection products such as pepper spray, stun guns, striking tools, and other things like that that you don't typically find at home parties. I found our conversation to be so fascinating. I know that the topic of self-defense and safety is so important for everybody to learn, especially us as women and especially for our kids. It's a crazy world out there, right? Sophia is accomplishing her mission of equipping and empowering women to protect themselves and their families by teaching self-defense classes and by offering these personal protection items. Sophia shares a little bit about what she does with Damsel in Defense and how she got started and also how her business wasn't a smashing success at the beginning, but she has powered through every obstacle in her path in order to find success in her business. At the end, she also shares some very practical self-defense and situational awareness tips that all of us need to hear. I hope you enjoy this conversation and I hope you learn more about how you and your family can stay safe in every situation. Hi, Sophia. Thank you so much for being a guest on Directly Different this week. I am so excited to chat with you. Thank you for having me and inviting me. This is exciting as well. This is my very first podcast, but I'm super excited. Well, congrats. It's going to be amazing. First, to start off, tell us about you and your family. Um, absolutely. So I am known as Safety Sophia, and we'll go into that a little bit Um a little bit later, I'm sure, but um, I am Safety Sophia, and I have two young kids, both eight, um, eight, ten, and then of course a husband and dogs and a fish and all that good stuff. <laughs> so more than just two kids, you have a house full, right? <laughs> I, have I have a house full. Yes, yes. I do have a corporate world life gig, and so I'm like, can I just go to corporate world life and just get a break for a minute? <laughs> Yes. Tell us what you do in the corporate world. Yeah. So, um, I am a radiation therapist. Um, in the past, I've been a CT tech and a radiation therapist, which led me to my new found careers now, but, um, kids and all that. So basically let me just, let me just go over how all this began. How's that? Yes. (laughs) I would love to hear it. Okay. So, um, when I was younger, I needed to go get a career, right? Get a job. And so I put myself through x-ray school. 
So in order to put myself through x-ray school, I needed to make money. And so one of my girlfriends was like, oh, you should go do Mary Kay. And I'm like, what? I'm Mary Kay. That means she's like, don't make your own money. I'm like, okay, fine. So I started with Mary Kay. Um, it helped me go through school. And there was a point where I could either take my boards or try and earn my first car, my first red grand dam. And I'm like, that sounds very exciting, but that is not my dream. So I should probably take my boards. So I took my boards fast forward into from radio, um, from being a radiation therapist or sorry, from being an x-ray tech, I became a CT tech. I worked in a level one trauma hospital for a good 20 years. And then I became a radiation therapist. I got married and we decided to have kids. Now I worked a lot and I actually wanted to be home and be involved with my kids. So I started looking for something to help me supplement my income. So one of my girlfriends on Facebook basically had a picture of a stun gun. And I was like, what is that? And she's like, I'm like, what are you doing with the stun gun? And she's like, well, I'm having a party. And I'm like, well, invite me, duh. So she was living in San Diego, California. Um, I grew up in California, but I was living in Colorado. So she invited me to her party. The party was known, or the home parties was by a company called Damsel in Defense. I'm like, huh, never even heard of them. So I Googled up Damsel in Defense. I searched, you know, I was expecting to find somebody in Denver or whatever, you know, where I live. There was no one. The first person that I could find um, was in Colorado Springs, an hour and a half from me. So I looked at my husband and I was like, I'm going to sell stun guns. He's like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like, yeah, um, okay, whatever. <laughs> so I think the person who was holding the party was just like, you know, excited as well. Cause I just emailed her. I'm like, I want to join your team. And it was like, let me get back to you. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so I joined Damsel in Defense, ordered my kit. When it came, I had it all sprawled out, you know, and I'm looking at stuff and my husband looks at me and he goes, what do you want with this company? And I'm like, I don't know. Cause right now I don't even know how to use this stuff. So that parlayed into me asking a lot of questions. My upline had videoed, um, you know, how to do a party and things like that. But I also took it upon myself to meet with a martial artist, how to use what we call striking tools, a coup baton. Um, I met with the uh, Golden Police Department, the Loveland Police Department, just educated myself and thought if I could learn, then I could just share what I learned with others. Mm-hmm. So um, I was just looking for something to make my income. So as the kids started getting a little older, I started kind of excusing myself from the corporate world. I still today cover um, vacations, sick leave. You know, I worked really hard to earn my certifications. I'm never letting that go. Um, but the damsel on the fence started to supplement my income so I could do both and have the flexibility to make money that I would like to help women and kids be safe and still spend time with my kids. So that was kind of the nutshell of how it all began. Yes. You're making your own schedule, which is amazing. All right. Well, for those who are not familiar, tell us what is 
damsel in defense. Yeah. So damsel in defense is your home parties. So let me tell you kind of how I started. So I get my kit, I get my stun gun, I go to work, you know, cause I'm still working full time, right? I go to work and I tell everybody, okay, who wants to have a party for me? And everybody looked at me like I was crazy and said, um, I'm not going to have a party, but I'll order something. Oh, okay. You know, and, and love my friends and pre-kids, just so you know, I'm the party girl, right? <laughs> have a party in my house. Everybody came over. Okay, I'm going to have this party. Who's coming? No one showed up. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But hey, you know, all right, I got to make this work. So when I did go to work that first day, one of the girls was like, oh, do you have a stun gun with you right now? Because my mom's birthday. And I'm like, well, no, you have to order. So it just got me thinking, all right, you're right. A stun gun, a pepper spray, those are important things to have. And people might need it like right now. So I said, you know, there's nothing wrong with me carrying a black color. That's a general, you know, if somebody needs it, they're not going to care about color. So a black stun gun just to have, you know, somebody needed it right away. So I changed my strategy. I joined Dams on the Fence um, September, um, the end of September, 2014. And so October, I literally went to work and said, okay, October 15th, I'm putting in an order. Here's catalogs, here's order forms. What do you guys want? And so by October 15th, I put in my first, very first order was over $400. Mm, I was like, oh, this works. So I started doing my stuff instead of like the home parties at first, I just started just taking orders, telling people what I do. And then my biggest thing was I started doing events. So I asked one of my girlfriends, I'm like, what can I do to talk to to people that I don't know, you know? And she had told me, she's like, you know, when I got my stun gun years ago, my boyfriend took me to a gun show and I'm like, huh, okay. So I called up the local gun show and said, have you ever heard of damsel in defense? Can I be a vendor? And they said, sure, come on in. And so that's kind of what started me on the direct sales path, which eventually led to home parties. <laughs> Good. So you had a roundabout way to get to what, you know, our industry is based on, which is in home parties, but you had to find your way into that. Cause you're right. You expect when you first start a direct sales business, you expect, you know, Oh, everyone's going to be so excited. They're going to be just as, as excited as me. They're going to want to host my first parties for me, you know, cause they love me. I love them. And if they do, and they want to support you, but <laughs> when you saw, you're like, Oh, Never mind. This isn't going to work like I thought it was. <laughs> exactly. So I tell people, I tell all my new people, okay, listen. Yay. I'm so excited you joined. Here's a little secret. No one is going to knock on your door and say, hey, I want to do a home party. So, you know, figure out what works for you. We do now have a system like steps to follow to get that home party. But, you know, I've been with Damsel on the Fence for what, seven years. Um, it just, you know, inventing the will for me, what works for me. And that's what I love about um, direct sales company, about damsel in the fence. You know, there's nobody like you have to go do this or go try this. You know, it is figure out what works for you. Mm -hmm. And there are so many avenues to work the business. I love it. Yes, absolutely. So with damsel in defense, they sell, so we know stun guns. What else, what other kind of products do they have in their lineup? 
oh my gosh, we have so much stuff. So what I always tell people, generally your basics, a stun gun, a striking tool, your pepper spray. We have one of the hottest pepper sprays you can legally purchase on the, on the market. Okay. And it contains a UV dye. So why would you need a UV dye, right? If you happen to deploy your pepper spray and the bad guy, the bad person gets away, if they wash it off up to a week later, police can put a black light on them, be able to tell if they're pepper spray. Oh, wow. So, yeah. Super cool. Okay. The other thing with our pepper spray, are you ready for this one? Yes. We have a pepper spray that has a GPS system. So I deploy my pepper spray. I'm in a situation with the GPS um, system. If I deploy my pepper spray and let's say, Tiffany, you're in my um, contacts because I can have up to five people in my contacts. You're in my contacts. I deploy that. You're going to get a text message on your phone that has my message. It says Sophia deployed her self-defense pepper spray um, at she is at this location. So you can call the police for me mm. and start get, getting that ball rolling. I so love that. yeah, it's amazing. Um, we also have a kid's line. Hmm. We have books that talk about body boundaries, tricky people, tricky situations. We have an automotive line. So uh, basically your emergency kit. Um, we have a flashlight that has a seatbelt um, cutter and a glass breaker in it. Um, we have cute little jewelry that, that is, um, a whistle. So you can yell for help alarms, um, tactical pins and dams on the fence. One of the, the coolest things is they are trendy products. They're mm -hmm. pretty. I know we're, I can't show you, but I have like my pepper spray has purple bling on it. I mean, you know, this way people want to carry it and you have it with you all the time. One of the coolest things that they just came out with, this is going to sound weird. Okay. But we now have a slogan that says we protect you from the inside out. So, okay. What does that mean? With the pandemic and everybody switching and pivoting and all of that, we actually do have a line that protects you from the inside out. Um, we have, it's called protect and fortify. So it's a gut health that gives you both a prebiotic and a probiotic. A lot of gut health is only one or the other. So this is combined. We have um, immunity that has zinc in it. We have a, a glow defense, which is basically your omegas. And I got to tell you what, there is no fishy burps. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. They are the, um, they taste so yummy, but the the newest um, product that they just came out with, I absolutely am in love with. Um, I don't drink any coffee, no coffee. I never have. I used to drink one of those diet rockstar energy drinks every day. And I always say one a day. Well, if you remember when we started, I have littles and sometimes at two, three o'clock, you're like, oh, so I'd almost break my, I would break my own rules and be like, okay, well, two is fine. <laughs> Not every day, but I had been searching for a clean energy and they came out with a clean energy drink. I love it. Um, one little um, teaspoon is hundred milligrams of 
caffeine, natural caffeine. So that is my go-to that I am loving. So we have a variety of products that, you know, fits everybody's needs from, you know, your toddler books all the way to, you know, your senior, senior citizens with alarms and all of that good stuff. Wow. They have it all. They thought of everything. I love the pepper spray, the, the features that you talked about. I was thinking too, when you said the GPS feature, if, you know, just in, like, let's say somebody else gets a hold of your pepper spray and sprays it on you, like then it still is alerting somebody that something's wrong. Yeah. Okay. So that is, I'm so glad you brought that up. So your GPS pepper spray has a little wristlet, if you will. Okay, so you carry it on, you, if you have it on your wrist, have it in your hand, if they pull it from you, okay, the pepper spray drops, it's called a disable pin, it disables the, the pepper spray from being deployed on you, but with the GPS, it's actually in the system, so when you push it down, you're, you are still um, sending the signal for your GPS, so you don't get sprayed, but the get bad guy still says, "Hey, I'm trying to hurt you," and so you're able to call the police. Nice, I love that. They've thought of everything. I love that, and it's it's. I mean, in this day and age, you just cannot be too careful. It is so. Oh, it is. It's crazy out there. So I have I have a question for you. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't prep you for this beforehand, but so something about me that people if they know me, they know this, but I'm curious if you are this way too. I am a huge fan of true crime and like true crime podcasts and true crime documentaries and things like that. Are you a fan of true crime too? I'm not a fan of true crime. I haven't watched it, but, but, oh my gosh, I can already see my damsel sisters. Their heads are turning like I am, I am, I am. I I need to put that on my priority list and to really start listening because a lot of people do and it is fun. I am not, I know. know. It's a very specific genre. So like I can get, I get that not everybody is into it, but it really, I was listening to one, an episode the other day about something. It was a, it's a very famous case that happened and the, the victim was talking about it years later and she's like, you truly just don't know how you're going to react. Cause years later, people are like, you should have done this. You should have done it this way. And she's like, you don't know how you would react in a situation when you're in that situation. And so she's like, of course, looking back on it all these years later, of course I would have done things differently, but I didn't know. Like, she's like, I didn't. So I think that this is kind of with self-defense and safety, you think like, oh, well, I would totally, you know, punch a guy in the face or, you know, elbow him and work, work counts or whatever, but you don't know what's going to happen or how you're going to be able to react or, you know, what you're going to be able to do in that, in that situation. So I think that, you know, having this, having these tools at your disposal is really important. And also the knowledge and just self-defense awareness is, is really important too. Like I said, these days, you just never know. (laughs) You bring up a good point. So going back to the home party, I, what we do as, as a damsel in defense pro, I go into your home. I teach you how to use everything appropriately. And then we talk about situations. Um, I've been doing this for seven years. So I have that person where like, I just froze there or this happened. Um, So it's going through, it's, it's um, teaching them how to, how to strike, how to use their voice. That is so important. Your voice and finding that and being able to, how should I say, simulate these situations in a comfortable environment, which a lot of places are your home. 
You know, unfortunately, people look for me after the fact. And I try and teach people, let's be proactive, 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 not reactive. Mm -hmm. But those that come to me after the fact, you know, they are a little skittish. So it is easier for me to go to their home where, you know, some people are like, oh, you know, I don't want to go to my home. All right, let me, let me find you a place. Let's do this still in a safe environment, you know, where you can be comfortable. So that is huge, but teaching, um, how to use things appropriately. How are you carrying it on your, on your body? One of the things, you know, pepper spray is an easy thing to talk about because everybody's familiar with it. And I just teach people, okay, if Tiffany, if I said, okay, Tiffany, where's my pepper spray? A common response is it's in my purse, you know? And I'm like, okay, you can't be like, Hey, Mr. Attacker, hold on my purse for it. So having it easily accessible, how are you carrying it? Um, things like that is what I love to teach and educate on um, for sure. So that way you are prepared and, and, you know, you can fight versus that freeze response for mm-hmm. sure. So obviously self-defense and awareness is super, super important. I know that you, like you said, you specialize in educating others and how, how to use the tools and what to do in these, in these terrible situations that, you know, can happen, that can happen because it truly can happen every, it can happen to everyone. And every single, seems like every single true crime episode I listen to on a podcast or whatever, they always say, you never think it can happen to you until it does. So why are you so passionate about this topic? Funny, before I started with Damsel in the Fence, um, I just remember there was one incident I went to Target. I was pregnant with my son, and I know you guys can't see me, but I'm barely five foot, okay? So I'm small, and to carry a baby, you know, I'm just all stomach and trying to waddle. Um, Again, in corporate world life, um, I was a CT tech, and so I'm in scrubs, and I remember getting out of my car, And there was some scrawny guy coming up to me and um, he's like, nurse, nurse, nurse. And he puts out his arm and he had stitches what literally looked like a human bite mark. I mean, it was, you know, and he's like, nurse, nurse, can you take these stitches out? And it caught me off guard. One, I'm not a nurse, but if he wants to call me a nurse, okay, fine. And so thinking outside the box, you know, I don't have any tools with me. What could I do? So I was like, yeah, I could take, I could rip those out of your arm. Of course I can. I'm sure there's a piece of glass out here in this parking lot. Right. And, and he finally is like, wait, you're not a nurse. I'm like, yeah, but I would love to take out those stitches. Let me, you know, there's glass around here somewhere. I'm sure there's a broken bottle. I'll happily rip those stitches out. And he was like, Oh, Hey, Whoa, Hey, you know, and he was backing away. And so that you know, so luckily he backed away. Right. But I was like, huh, what would I do? And what if, what if I had the baby with me? What if I was carrying the baby? What would I do? So that just got me, you know, thinking safety is important and you don't know when you would ever be in that situation. Um, I am since from a, a CT tech, I am now a radiation therapist. So I treat cancer patients. And the way I look at um, statistics, it's just like cancer. You know, it doesn't care how old you are, um, what color your skin is, what your education level is, what, you know, what you, how you live, how big your house is, how small it is, what you drive. It doesn't matter. 
unfortunately it can happen. And so being able to teach somebody to avoid that situation or know that they have what it takes in them to fight back and defend themselves is super important. Yes, it is. It really is. Now I know that you specialize in teaching safety classes for college students. Is that correct? Yes. Yes. I love teaching the college girls. Um, I love teaching everyone dams on the fence. You know, we kind of went over, I have products for everyone, but for me, I feel like your college girl is, you know, you've taken your kids and you've raised them, you know, um, how to be polite, how to do this, how to do everything. But mama's always there, you know, picking up the pieces. Oh, I forgot my lunch. Oh, let me go run it. You know, all that stuff. But now you're kind of on your own and we're sending, you know, you off to college, you got to make your own decisions. You know, um, unfortunately nowadays, you know, people can spike your drink, your, you know, how to deal with things like that. Um, the other big thing is there are statistics out there. Your first six to eight weeks of college, your freshman college is known as the red zone. Okay. Has nothing to do with football, (laughs) but there are people out there want to take advantage of those first to six weeks. You're in a new, you're in a new college or a new area in general. First time on your own, you're probably stressed, like trying to get to, to school on time. Do I have everything? Am I doing this? Am I doing that? So you're completely preoccupied. That's the perfect time to put you in a vulnerable situation. You know, you're at a new school and you're making new friends and you know, yes, go make new friends, go have fun for sure. But let's be aware if you find yourself in that situation that you don't want to be in, how to successfully remove yourself from that situation. Cause there are what I always say, crimes of opportunity mm-hmm. people, you know, you're walking alone, things like that, like crimes of opportunity, just how to eliminate those potential situations. Mm -hmm. And so you went from home parties where you probably taught this in person. And then of course, last year, you know, there wasn't as much home partying going on. So how did you transition? Like, what is, what, how does your business look now versus what it looked like a couple of years ago when you were doing in-home parties? With, with COVID, obviously when there wasn't in-home, you know, thankful there was a technology of zoom, Mm -hmm. right? So get everybody on Zoom, get everybody there. I love the Zoom versus like the Facebook Live. Now I know Facebook has rooms, but Zoom where we can actually, you know, set up our cameras and be able to teach. It did make, you know, with, let me step back. When I would do events, you know, I do have some products on, on hand. Zoom, you'd have to order, but I sometimes still did safety, like, products where I could, you know, if I had it, make sure everything's clean, go do the curbside drop off. And it's just me going to them or meeting or, you know, things like that. So it's just working around thinking outside the box, trying to figure it out because of COVID. And I'm very fortunate as well in my home. Well, I shouldn't say fortunate turning, turning lemons in the lemonade. We had a leak in our basement. So we had to redo our basement. So I now have a space in my home if they're comfortable, but um, I can have clients come to me. They never walk in my house. They use the basement and there's windows. So when I say basement, I know people probably think, oh, this dark, no, scary, no, like place. a walkout basement, right? Yes. yes, a walkout basement that they can come to me. And so I can host. And so what I, t- what I tell um, 
clients that way is, you know, give me your top three dates. Let's figure out what works for you. And we just go with the schedule. I would love to be like, oh, you know, I only do it on Fridays at this time or whatever, but I've got kids and you just never know. Um, but that has worked out very well. So they come to me and then I can teach them and, the, you know, give them that space if they want it and they don't want people into in their home. Yes. Yes. Because like you said, a lot of people come to you after they've had a scare, after they've had a situation that they've been in and they need to learn tips on how to get, how to get out of that if, and when it ever happens again. So I can see how people might be a little bit like, Oh, I don't want somebody I don't know coming in. So that's great that you have a space now. Like you said, you turned it into lemonade. So that's great. Yeah. Well, and with damsel in defense, a lot of women, if something has happened, they, they are looking for another woman to relate mm -hmm. with. Um, so the name super cute, not to say we do have some men pros who are out there, you know, as well. So it's not limited to just women, but a lot of women do like to learn from women. Yes, it's true. We are natural born teachers, or at least we have a little, we have like that gene inside of us somewhere, you know, some of us is more hidden than others, yes. but yeah. Yes. <laughs> we have a very nurturing teaching spirit, I feel like with, within us. And so I love that you're using that the best that you can to help others. So what are some tips that you have to share today with those listening? You know, how can they increase their self-defense or their situational awareness? I know that's a big thing that even I am, I try to be aware of my situational awareness and I, I, I don't, I don't leave my house that much. <laughs> I feel like I have my normal routine. You like I go with the kids, I go, but then you get familiar and you, you know, and I shouldn't say like, I, I just am a homebody. I shouldn't say like, I'm, I don't stay in my house intentionally. I'm just a homebody. I prefer to be at home. I just like being home. And so, uh, but you do get into familiar routines, no matter how little you venture out, you get familiar, a little too familiar. And that's when sometimes things can happen. So I do try to, you know, I try not to be on my phone when I'm walking into a store or whatever, but, um, would you share with us some tips that you have on self-defense or situational awareness? Yeah. Yeah. I would love to. Thank you. Um, situational awareness. Well, the one thing I'd like to say is situational awareness. You have to be taught that a lot of people, you know, oh yeah, I'm situational aware. I got in my car. I looked around, you know, again, it's normal. It's your, it's your routine. This is what you do. You become placent. Well, that's when things could happen. So um, being situationally aware, um, one of the, the things that I always like to share is let's just say you're, you know what, the holidays are coming up, right? So maybe you're running into Starbucks or Target or wherever the mall, okay? When you park, number one, when you park, get in the habit of backing in, okay? When you park. And the reason why you want to back in is should I have to leave the situation quickly? I want to be able just to drive forward, mm. right? When you're backing out, you're like, okay, I don't want to hit anybody. What's going on? You know, it takes your, your more of your attention to back out. And heaven forbid, if somebody's trying to block you or stand behind you, you know, we as women, we don't want to run over anyone, you know, and so we don't want to do that. So back in okay. would be number That's one. That's a big one. Cause I would never think to do that because <laughs> you just, you know, you just like yeah. pull right into a spot. Right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And then you're taking your time mm -hmm. backing in. You work a little bit straighter. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> okay. Good to know. I like that one. <laughs> There's a tip on top of the tip. No. And the other thing is when you're getting out of your vehicle. Okay. Situational awareness, you have to teach yourself it. 
Okay. So I do have a challenge for everybody listening. When you get out of your vehicle, yes, I want you to look around your vehicle, but I challenge you to look inside the vehicles around you and see how many people are sitting in their car. That is training your brain to really, really pay attention. Okay. So you just kind of stop and smell the roses, stop and literally look around, you know, and see who's sitting in their cars and with you intentionally looking. So maybe I did park and maybe I missed Mr. Creeper in the very back corner. Right. But the fact that Mr. Creeper might've saw me get out and really, really look around says to Mr. Creeper over there, Ooh, she's paying attention. Does that make her a hard target or a soft target? Okay. We want to be hard targets. We want to make it difficult for that person to attack us or, you know, harm us in mm-hmm. any way. So getting out of my car and just like instantly on my phone, I'm not paying attention to my surroundings. So intentionally looking helps pay attention to your surroundings. That's a good one. That actually happened the other day. So it's funny you say that because I must not have been paying attention close enough because we went, we went to the store and I was with all three of my kids, which is very unusual. Usually I try to do it either by myself or I just, I use Instacart a lot, but (laughs) we had to go to Costco and I, and I wanted to go into Costco and I had the kids. And so, and it's, it's kind of fun to go to Costco because you get samples and all that kind of stuff. So it's kind of a, it's an adventure within itself. Okay. So we get there and we park and I, I kind of, you know, I get out of the car, get everybody out of the car, lock the doors. And my son says to me, he's like, look at that man in that car. Like, look at that man and that creepy man over there. And I look over kind of kitty corner to us. There's a man sitting in the passenger seat of the car and he has on some, like a creepy, and I don't know which Halloween character it is. It's a, it's like a creepy character from a Halloween movie, but I don't know which one it was. It just was a creepy mask. He had a creepy mask on his face and he was just sitting in the passenger seat. And my son's like, he waved at me. I'm like, oh my word. <laughs> give me your hand. We're running in the store. I mean, I didn't freak out, but I was like, okay. And like, you know, I try, I kind of look, I like kind of glanced over at him. Sure enough, there's this man in a mask and a Halloween mask sitting in the passenger seat of the car. I think he, I truly think because he waved or whatever, like, I think he was just trying to be like, I don't know, weird. I don't, I don't know, but you're right because I wasn't, I didn't see it until my son said something to me and we booked it into the, into the into the store. And when we came out, he's like, Oh, that man must be gone. I'm like, good. <laughs> I didn't want to deal with, you don't want to deal with that. You bring up a good example, Costco. Okay. So if you're like me, when I go to Costco, I'm going to Costco. So to back in, you're like, uh, how do I load my vehicle? Okay. If you have an SUV with a trunk or anything like that. So with the kids from my Costco, this is what I say, pull in like normal. Absolutely. Do your Costco thing. Well, Stop, look around now. But when you come back out, I my kids are eight and 10. So just depending on how old your kids are, but I'll open up the top, the back. All my side doors are still locked and I'll have them jump in through the back. Mm, smart. Okay. Um, or, you know, if it's just a small thing, you know, if you, for the, the other moms out there, when your kids are little and you're, you know, strapping them in, strap them in, but also position your cart to where you could use your cart to push somebody away, have that distance in between you. Okay. Um, for me with striking tools, I do have, we have what's called a breakaway. And so the breakaway is basically I attach one end to something and I have a striking tool at the end of it. So if I need it quickly, I can pull it 
and use it. I actually have a striking tool at the back of my, my vehicle. So should something happen, if the costs go and trying to load stuff up, I have a tool there quickly and ready to use. Mm -hmm. But just keeping all the other doors locked while you're loading and unloading, you know, that type of thing too. Yes. And I'm a cart returner and I've always been very nervous about putting the kids in the car and then returning the cart. So I'm one that will lock the car, return the cart and then go back. <laughs> so when my kids were little and even now, I choose a parking space literally across or right next to the shop shopping cart. Yes. If there's one right across from it, guess what? I can turn, push the whole cart over there. It goes in and then I'm able to just get my car and go away yes. or literally put it right there. So, yep, that's a parking spot. Like I'll drive around till I have a parking spot next to the cart. Yes, I do that too. <laughs> I do that too. Because we don't want to be total monsters and not return the carts, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we have the parking tip and then getting out and looking around and paying attention to other vehicles as well. So are there, do you have any other tips for, for all this? Um, one of the biggest things is using your voice. Okay. And here's let me start off with using your voice for those of you that have little kids. Okay. Here's a big one. All right. Everybody's gonna take a deep breath for a minute. Okay. Okay. So when kids are little, we teach them, what do you pick stuff up with? Oh, my hands, you know, what's on your head hair, right? We teach them body parts. What do you smell with your nose? What do you listen to? Or, you know, listen with my ears. Okay. I was brought up in a generation where we never talked about body parts. Okay. Super important. What do you pee out of? All right, moms, girls have a vagina, boys have a penis. Okay. <gasps> we said it. <laughs> we said it, right? <laughs> it is teaching your kids appropriate body parts. Cause let me tell you what. Okay. Somebody, unfortunately, Okay. Unfortunately, statistics will show that 70% of sexual assault um, occurs before the age of 17. Okay. 95% occurs from someone we know, we love, we trust. I'm going to say family, friend, you know, watching your kid or something, but if they refer to their body parts in appropriate language, that is off limits. Not, I've, I've heard, you know, um, a lot like, oh, I don't know what to say. So we call it a cookie. Whoa, no, no, no. Appropriate body parts. And then also just, again, learning your voice. So, and putting your hand up, putting your hand up like the stop sign. Hey, stop. I'm uncomfortable. Versus if I was uncomfortable and just going, oh, you know, like if, your, your guy in the, in the car next to us, you sound like he was, he was a nice guy. Okay. But what if he got out? Mm. Okay. Mm. Versus you going, um, sir, please. You're scaring my son. Will you please walk away? There's a difference between going, Hey, back off, leave me alone. Using that deep mama voice, you know, being able to project mm. is, is huge and just using your voice and, and not always having to yell at somebody, but let's just say we're at a party and someone's next to you, making you uncomfortable or has their arm on your shoulder. You know, they want to pet you or touch you. There's nothing wrong to say, excuse me, you're making me uncomfortable. Can you please back away? 
And it's literally having the courage just to use your voice and talk about these situations is huge. So that would be a big thing is just using your voice, taking that breath and okay, I got this. I've got to talk about this is, is big having that confidence again. Yes. I was just going to say, it sounds like confidence, you know, just being able to know, okay, even though we don't know how we'd react in every situation, we can have the confidence to know the first thing to do, which is like you said, start using your voice, be loud, tell people to stop, you know, all that stuff. And then, you know, maybe somebody will be you know, maybe somebody who's also situationally aware in the parking lot might be like, Hmm, something's going on over there. I'm going to go check it out and see what's, if I can help somebody that might be in danger. So just standing tall, you know, especially, um, when I teach some of my really tall girls, um, sometimes I like to slouch because, you know, they don't want to be, no, stand tall, stand tall, be who you are, just standing tall and looking around Hey, I've got this, you know, I don't care if you're scared or not, but just how you project yourself is huge. That helps just lower those statistics. Again, somebody wanting to harm you, they want to get away with it. You know, they want to catch you by surprise. So by looking around, being situational aware, by carrying a weapon in your hand, that reduces statistics um, down to like 1%, just because again, somebody does not want to get hurt. And so why would they choose, you know, to hurt somebody if they have a weapon in your hand? So just by carrying it and being confident for sure. Yeah. And we all, you know, we all have a little bit of bravery or a lot of bit of bravery inside of us. And I think it just takes, like you said, the confidence of just, you know, discovering, okay, I can do this. I have a plan. At least I know the first step of what I would do in a situation. And so I think just uncovering that bit by bit, and people will be so surprised at how brave and how confident they could be when they do, when they're faced with that fight or flight, you know, response. And so it's, I love hearing all these tips because they're very practical. We all need them. We all need to hear them. And we just need to not be so distracted while we're out and about because you don't know what's going on around you and you need to be very aware. This is so good. So if somebody is interested in learning more about damsel in defense and the things that you offer, how can they find you, Sophia? At safety, Sophia. So here's the kicker. Okay. Safety. There's an F in safety. There's an F in Sophia. So safety, Sophia, S-O-F-I-A. Um, that'll come to my website. And then you simply click on products and those products will take you to all of our damsel defense products, everything that you need there, fancy tools and loud tools and everything you need for self-protection. That's great. Now is it safetysophia.com or is it safety? Yes. Oh, perfect. Yep, safetysophia.com. Perfect. I wrote that down and I will put that in the show notes for sure. For anyone who would like to check that out, because these are, these would make, I mean, Christmas is coming. <laughs> Give the gift of safety this year, right? <laughs> Absolutely. We have perfect stocking stuffers for sure. Yes. Very neat. Oh, I have just loved talking with you and chatting about your business with damsel in defense and how you have found success in helping and empowering others to be more confident and more brave and more aware in every situation. So thank you so much, Sophia, for being on the show today. Oh, thank you so much for inviting me and having me. This has just been so much fun. Thank you. I'd love to keep the conversation going and I'd love to get to know you better. Join our free community group, the Directly Different Collaborative over on Facebook. 
There, you will find like-minded friends from the direct sales industry, and you'll be able to ask questions and get feedback on the things you need help with. You'll find a link to the group in the show notes. One more thing. If you know of a person in the direct sales industry that you look up to and admire, and you've always wanted to just ask them all the questions, I would love to chat with them. Shoot me an email with their name at directlydifferent at gmail.com, and they could be a future guest on the podcast. Thanks, guys.